Hello and welcome to Comp. Hello. Hello, Lucy. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Just drinking some Red Bull. Refreshing blueberry lemon seltzer. Not yet. <laughs> uh, crazy days. It's crazy days in the Twitter verses and the metaverses. Elon Musk is uh, apparently they've approved the uh, the Twitter board has approved his offer. The transfer of the sword. I don't think he has it yet. I think he's supposed to buy the shares, the transfer of the sword. Yeah. Is that like a metaphor for something? Yeah, I don't know. I just did like it's a, I felt like it was. You think like, Elon Musk has a, a lot of swords? It's a kingly metaphor. Do you think he just gave like he's, he's buying? The, he's the king of free speech. Is now. he buying Twitter with swords, like expensive, valuable swords? <laughs> Jeweled swords, the sword of King Richard Lionheart. Oh, look! I'm sure that Elon Musk could afford a sword that would be a fair exchange for for a company at least, like 40, a forty four billion dollar sword. Yeah. Is it the is it Excalibur? <laughs> no, but like he could probably buy like you know a small I don't know coffee shop or something with a fancy sword. Well, well, yeah, I mean... He could totally look, buy a sword worth, like, you know, $3 million. Well, that's a far cry from a $44 billion <laughs> company. Well, you get a bunch of them. To a, to a little coffee shop. <laughs> I mean, what kind of coffee shop are we talking about here? What, uh, what, what kind of muffins do they serve? <laughs> I mean, $3 million, that seems like a lot. My, the coffee shop in my hometown used to be, like, my Twitter. It was I like a hate, tiny version of Twitter. I hate the coffee shop in your hometown. I know you do. Where the old men <laughs> predators just lurk. I don't like it. But you walk in there and be, all people... And, sur- and, and you get the scent of patchouli oil and rape. <laughs> but you'd walk in there and people would be saying a bunch of crazy shit and stuff. It would be like a kind of a mini version of, of Twitter. Yeah, like how old are you? Oh, that's too old. People would get into debates in there. Yeah. yeah. What about the age of consent? <laughs> that's a... That's a predator's den if I've ever seen one. A layer <laughs> that serves co- a layer that serves coffee. Mm. Welcome to your hometown, where the nightmares never stop. <laughs> anyway, but yeah, you think Elon Musk could buy that coffee shop with a with a, a jeweled sword? Yeah, yeah, for easily. Do you think when Elon Musk buys a company, he like cuts his hand? Like in Game of Thrones or something. <laughs> and he goes like, this is our blood pact. Yeah. Here is the womb of the lamb. He's like, oh! <laughs> and then just, you know, starts drinking his own blood going, this is sexual in nature. <laughs> this is how I have sex. First there's blood, and then there's money. And then comes the, 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 the new freedom of speech. People are losing their minds. I mean, Elon Musk is talking a lot about... Why do I have a keyboard in front of me with nothing to keyboard? Can you put this over to your side? It's driving me nuts, even though I didn't notice it for the first five minutes. I can't have extra things. I have too many drinks on the side here. I can't have keyboards. <laughs> I'm smashing it. People are losing their mind. Thank you. People are losing their minds about the Twitter thing. Mm-hmm. Uh so Elon Musk has talked about, I mean, I, I've heard these rumors. Excuse me, I don't know if they're true rumors, but apparently some of the things he wants to do uh, is freedom of speech, whatever that means. 
I don't, I mean, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not saying like, oh, uh, well, you have freedom of speech, but you're just going to say, no, I'm all for freedom of speech. I think, I think it is important. Yeah. And, uh, you know, apparently people have been censored, not just for hate speech, apparently. I, I can't verify because I just don't know. I'm sorry that I'm not aware. I mean, I say wild stuff on Twitter, but it's all very farcical. Mm. Uh, I'm sure there is some censoring. Go, you know, it's, I'm sure Twitter is woke. But he hasn't gotten into the specifics no, of how he's going to no, bring back no, free no, speech no, to Twitter. No, 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 I don't believe he has. Uh, he's just talking about how important freedom of speech is, and that's what I'm saying. I don't know what that means right. when he says it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, Lex Friedman, I saw, was like, this is a great day for freedom of speech, and it's like, all right. Can we, can we, we, we're, we're allowed... Like, I, I mean, it's like we're allowed to call <laughs> scuba divers who save children pedophiles. Yeah. That will be the freedom of speech we get. And we're gonna have, and it's gonna be, we're gonna be super free to do that because if that guy says anything back to us, you know, we will, we will, we will purge him from the site. <laughs> we will destroy his livelihood because it's all we now. Yeah, it's a very collective. Even though it's his money, yeah, it's a we. We will call scuba divers pedophiles. Yeah. We will uh, manipulate stock prices uh, and, and asset prices um, willy-nilly and commit questionable pump-and-dump situations. Mm. Uh, we will promote Doge <laughs> um, and then drop Doge and promote it again. This is all covered in the First Amendment, I believe. It's all the right in the to handbook. pump-and-dump Doge. It's all in the handbook. It's all in the... Um, is is there hair in my mouth? I don't know. Look at my mouth. Open your mouth. I no, on my mouth. Oh, on your. I shaved yeah. and like yeah. There's hair on your mouth. I mean, I'm eating hair right now. Oh, oh, there's loose hairs on your mouth. Yeah, it's very, very disturbing. <laughs> I'm gonna try to ignore it. <laughs> <laughs> I trimmed my beard and now there's hair like somewhere. Yeah. I was tasting hair. There was a bunch of hair, just like a like, like a barbershop <laughs> floor's worth of hair on the uh, just on the, sitting on the back of your neck at one point. Look, there's a there's a process to which you cut hair for yourself. I know the pandemic for a lot of people may be over, not for me. When it comes to my hair, I trim my own hair and my own beard, and I do my own grooming because I'm a made man. Wait, what does that mean? <laughs> I'm, I'm a made man. I'm a goddamn Italian mobster. <laughs> not gonna let no one touch this hair. No, but I'm a I'm a I'm a self-made man. Is what I meant to say. We can afford for you to get a haircut. I, I can mean, afford five haircuts. Yeah, you could get, you could get a nice fade. I don't whatever want that fade. Is. I don't want people to think that I'm trying to be some kind of like <laughs> um, rap producer from the '90s. Okay, I am just a man who enjoys cutting his own hair. I'm just you know I'm I'm just yelling to, to silence the hair in my mouth that I can taste. <laughs> Back to Twitter. So Elon Musk. I don't think we've, we've yet uh, established, as we do whenever we bring up Elon Musk, yes. that he is an enemy of the show. He is a declared enemy of the show. Um, but I'm willing to play ball if he, if he wants to give me some money. <laughs> so I'm, I can be bought. Don't get it wrong. Don't get it twisted. Uh, I can be co-opted for money. <laughs> so, you know. Let's talk. Yeah. That being said, uh, I'm not a fan of his uh, 
calling the scuba divers pedophiles. Yeah. And I'm not, I mean, in his Whirly Bird helicopter, they assume he has. Um, I'm not, yeah, whatever. I mean, I, I didn't get on the Doge movement. I didn't, uh, I'm not a SpaceX boy. But, you know, I'm all for whatever freedom of speech means now, I guess. What is what what is the problem? You know more about this than I do. Is the right being censored on Twitter? I mean, I think that like, look, you could argue that people on the right, maybe at some point, it became a barrage where they were getting like kind of targeted because the people watching them were predicting that they were going to say something horrible. Like, I, I think you could probably argue that like some people on the right were maybe unfairly targeted or like they didn't really violate the standards. Or maybe, or maybe like people on the left, they let it go more often. It seems like but more like yeah. At it, first, it was definitely like I think the intent of it was more like you can't just launch a harassment campaign of someone. You know, it's like you can't just targetedly right. harass somebody. Well, yeah, like, look, I, I think they get up to no good sometimes. Some of these people who like you know, but I don't. The leftists are also very edgy. You know, they're very they they say edgy things and they say aggressive things and like yeah. There's, I I looked at John Hinckley. Uh, um, he, he's like, you know, released from prison last year, I guess, or this year. The man who shot Reagan and also, what was it, John Mitch, the Brady. Mm. Because we the, he's the Brady Bill. Yeah. So this man who shot him for the love of Jodie Forster. Yeah. The, the absolute love of the girl who played the teenage prostitute in Taxi Driver. He had to have her, and he knew how to get her, and that's by <laughs> shooting that son of a bitch Reagan, right? <laughs> and so he came out, and he's got this music now. Music? Yeah, he's a musician. And he's going, I saw him post, he's like, oh, my redemption tour is what he calls it. <laughs> and countless people on the Twitter uh, were responding uh, so Com, you know, so in common that you would almost call it, has to be called hack because everyone's doing the same bit of you have nothing to be redeemed for. You did the right thing. I <laughs> look, I'm not like a fan. Of, a yeah, I'm not a fan of Reagan. Uh, I yeah, think me it, neither, but he denied AIDS and uh, did some bad, you know, and did, look, a lot of stuff. Uh, but I don't think, he, you know, John Hinckley was right to shoot him. I think that shooting a president is objectively naughty. I think it's an objectively naughty thing to do. It's a faux pas. Yeah. And so, you know, and these people are just very openly going like, it's great that you shot a sitting president. And I yeah. just have to say that, and that, that didn't seem to be a censor. So I can see why people think it's a double standard. Yeah, that probably shouldn't be allowed. Like, yeah. it, it, like cheerleading the attempted murder of a president, even if it happened, like, it, it didn't even happen that long ago. Well, it's kind of <laughs> like, it's kind of like, how do you stop that? Right. I mean, they find... But they, it, it, you know, but they find ways to, send, to stop other things. And, and I'm like, saying, and like, should general. you should you be censored from saying, "I think it's good that you shot Reagan 40 years ago." Maybe not. You know, it's, it, maybe it is. It's like that's free speech. Like it's not really a call to violence. It you, know, you can argue it encourages new violence, new violence. <laughs> but uh, look, yeah, I think but, people... but it's just people like to act like the left is uh, not uh, calling for people to be hurt. Look, yeah, I, I also think, like, these things that are kind of on the borderline, yeah. like, whether it's coming from the left or the right, my feeling on it has always been, like, look, feel free to try and test the boundaries yeah. of what these platforms will allow. I think people have... I tweeted about covering my dad in gasoline today. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they don't know that you're that you're not, you know, they don't know that you're not serious. They don't know me at all. I'm not verified. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
So yeah, I'm just under the radar, just saying things about my dad. <laughs> um, and and they're fine with that. Yeah. You know, hitting people with hammers. I probably said something about that once. I'll hit you with a hammer. No one censors me. Right. Uh, so I don't be like I've also seen people on the right get you know get get frisky. They get aggressive. <laughs> they get they get uh you know they, they, look they like to uh, you know. Get, get confrontational. So I don't know. I think the left is is it's good at playing possum. Yeah. And going, oh, stop. It's like, it's like the NBA. We've been watching the NBA. We watched Kevin Durant collapse in the playoffs. Four games in a row. <laughs> swept by the Celtics. And this doesn't really apply to that series too much. But the NBA, you have plenty. I mean, I think we did see a couple plays where guys were just, you know, flopping. To the you know, pretend like you know when you watch the slow motion close up, it's like this guy's acting like, "Oh my god, I've been hit in the face," and you know his face was six inches from the guy's elbow. Mm. But he still gets to he gets to call, and they're like the left is good at that. I think they're good at you know at, at flopping, um, and they're good at having. I think like the left is good at separating too. Like the right embraces their crazies, right? While the leftists will call them. The Democrats distance themselves from that. Now you can call that them having no integrity to their you know, principles, perhaps, right? The Biden Democrats, mm-hmm. you know, that the fact that they don't embrace the leftists per se. Yeah, you can say that. Well, they just have there's neo neoliberal shills, and maybe that's true. But they don't. I, like, I don't think they gain anything from not embracing the crazy leftists. Well, I, um, well, I, th- I think I think they gain that, like you know, the rich Democrats don't make a monster out of these people who want who who don't want to tax them and want to have social change. Mm. They want to, the Democratic Party wants to play the dance and then go to France. Yeah, but the right also seems... You skipped right over that little rhyme I did. Wait, sorry. What did you do? I'm not going to do it again. <laughs> I'll re- I'll watch it on the rewatch. Yeah, you'll, you'll, you're going to be, wow. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a lyricist. Yeah. Uh, but, but like... Uh, you know, people like on the, the, I don't know, the like establishment right or whatever are also better at like kind of embracing the crazy people, but with like a certain degree of plausible deniability. Yeah. Whereas like the left, whereas like Nancy Pelosi and stuff will just straight up like attack the left's crazies. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. They just, yeah. So I mean, by distance them. Yeah. Right. Yeah. They'll just distance themselves by like, you know, wearing a, you know, put, popping their collar. Yeah. <laughs> no, they say like they, they write them off. They have this multi tiered thing. Uh, so cynically, you could argue that I don't know. Yeah. But like, look, Musk is gonna shake it up He's like a bag of popcorn, and we're gonna see what you know what comes to the bottom. I feel like there is this trend where, like, whatever there's like kind of a new uh, I don't know regime, a new like new media regime. What do you mean, like, in, like when when Vietnam ended and the North took over, <laughs> you know? Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah, imagine our social media platforms that way. Like the whatever. Fall of Saigon. <laughs> Whenever there's like a new, you know, regime, the right kind of benefits from it for a little while because the the draw of the new regime is always like, hey, you can say whatever you want here. Right. Right. But then usually. Fuck my mother. <laughs> shit, shit, cunt. Yeah. And they're like, wow. Yeah. <laughs> that That's not what we meant. You can't say that. Yeah. Come over here. You can drop M-bombs. Like you could do Who's anything. Who's doing that? What? Well, <laughs> Did Facebook do that? What? I mean, that's always the. I feel like that's always the. I mean, like Parler, right? Wasn't Parler like some app like that where you like like it was started by like you know the right like the, yeah. the guys who kicked off? Yeah, Twitter? no, exactly, exactly. But that's not. But, but, no, I but, like a my point is, but my point is, okay. if those things survive, it's usually because 
they break that promise in some way. Oh, right. <laughs> like, it's just not good for business to have all this, like, you know, right. like racism or whatever. Or yeah, to have thing. domestic terrorist groups forming on your platform. Like, I don't doubt that there's people being censored. I just, I, I, I don't understand how it works. And I don't trust a lot of the people who talk about it the most. I don't deny that something's going on. Because, you know, like, Hollywood's left, Silicon Valley's, like, crazy left. Like, you know, whatever they are. Whatever you want to call it. Tech left. <laughs> tech left is tech the thing. Left. Whatever that is. Uh, it's not exactly, you know, Bernie Sanders. It's not exactly, you know, Jesus washing the feet of the poor. <laughs> but it's something. And it's like, you know, if you want to call that, you know, billionaires just, you know, just kind of agreeing on some kind of new social hierarchy yeah. left i guess it's left i don't know what that is it's some kind of it's some kind of digital eugenics <laughs> yeah you know but but, but musk is gonna shape the world in his image and he's gonna put an edit button on twitter so you can do that fun trick that people used to do on facebook where they they'll say something uh you know benign like i like bagels and then uh everyone likes it mm. and then uh and then you cha- you edit it to say like some racist thing, and everyone's <laughs> like, "But then you're still saying the racist thing, so you know, yeah, or whatever." <laughs> uh, but even if Twitter does become like, even if this you know does become like the, you know Sodom and Gomorrah, like if yeah. Twitter be- which yeah. one Sodom or Gomorrah, <laughs> both at the same time, just tons of was Sodom anal. What is Gomorrah? I think they're both just you know was Gomorrah another anal town? paradises? Okay, yeah. <laughs> I was I was you think about because but Sodom was the town right and then Gomorrah but that's also with Lot and like the daughters trying to have sex with them right the oh daughters. yeah very controversial book of the, should be more controversial very weird very, yeah they get it they get him drunk so they can his daughters get the dad drunk it's, it sounds like a story that dad tells yeah <laughs> not my daughter they got me they got me drunk <laughs> they they're the ones who want it <laughs> I'm just Lot sitting around hope my wife doesn't turn to salt you know what I mean. <laughs> Oh my dog! They they got yeah. me drunk. They gave they gave me a they gave me a, a, a PBR, a Pabst Blue Ribbon, and I just didn't know what I was doing. Lot is like the Malcolm Gladwell of the Bible. <laughs> like, I mean, I, I'm not a big fan of Malcolm, but how is that? Remember that thing that Malcolm Gladwell said, where he was like, he was talking about being on Epstein's plane. And he was like, all I could think was, who, who is this man? And why am I on his plane? Right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this is my beautiful wife. <laughs> and the days go by and the water comes around. <laughs> why am I here on Epstein's plane? <laughs> and the days go by. So if it's going to become Sodom and Gomorrah, you were saying? Yeah, if it does become Sodom and Gomorrah, like... So what? Why are all these people freaking out about it? There aren't that many people on Twitter. Like, there's got to be thousands. <laughs> I, I would guess. Um, but yeah, no. I like, mean, relative it's, to like the general, it's kind of a cesspool anyway. Yeah, I don't. This is not like the Spartans marching on Athens, <laughs> right? Going like, you know, we're gonna burn your books, you, <laughs> you dumb Athens. Socrates. All the greatest relics of our culture destroyed. Yeah. This is not the, the Visigoths. Yeah. You know, sacking Rome. This is like, you know, this is some like a bunch of a bunch of uh, crazy people living in the sewer and a bunch of other crazy people coming going, we're going to we're going to shape up this sewer. <laughs> Things are going to change in this shit filled sewer. 
pretty soon. And <laughs> new sheriff's in town. You ain't gonna <laughs> like it, but you're gonna you're gonna take it. <laughs> Welcome to Musk. <laughs> they should change the name to Musk. Welcome to Musk. Ma- Musk. I mean, you haven't been on Twitter for a while. No. Yeah. You haven't you haven't been basking in the glory of Twitter like I have. I don't like I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't like how other people are on it. I don't like how I am on it. Yeah. You know, it's like you're you're the honestly like my my image of Twitter now is perfect because I you just show me your tweets. Yeah. So to me Twitter is your tweets. That's the way it should be for everyone. And that's great. I should be the lens through which everyone views social media. <laughs> yeah. Um, more people getting on board. Remember to like and subscribe. I cannot <laughs> implore enough how vital and necessary your likes and your subscribes are. If you don't like this video, no one's going to see it, and then you're the problem. All right? Do you want your children living in darkness? <laughs> An eternal hell covered in, in gnats and, and smoky bugs? Do you want your children eating smoky bugs? Smoke-filled bugs burned at the stake like witches? No, you want? Like the damn thing and subscribe. There's an algorithm and you need to feed it. Or I will, I swear to God, I will. Did some guy burn, you know, speaking of, I mean, I didn't say it, but, you know, some guy, speaking of that, some guy did self-immolate over the weekend. Some, I think he was a Buddhist. Oh, right, yeah. I saw a tweet, speaking of Twitter, I saw tweets going, some guy just set himself on fire in the, in the Capitol. I don't know if it was the Capitol building or just in D.C. Because uh, it wasn't in the news. <laughs> um, and people going, why isn't this being covered? They go, why should it? I can't think of a thing I, I, I respect less than some guy setting himself on fire. <laughs> you don't respect that? No. I feel like it's the kind of thing you would respect. Uh, look, when the first guy did it in Vietnam, which good job, you ended Vietnam. I don't think he did. <laughs> I, I, think, I think many years passed before Vietnam ended. But uh, I, he made the cover of the Rage Against the Machine album, so that's cool. No. Oh, right, yeah. That's, um, that is that that's man's his, statement's claim to fame. Claim to fame. And it's public use, so you probably didn't have to pay for it. Yeah, if anything, the U.S. government probably looked at that and was like, one down. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, look, it's like, it's, it's, it's a, it's a, it seems like a lazy protest. Which, yeah. I mean, that might strike you as odd that I think setting yourself on fire is lazy. But, look, it's strenuous. Well, strenuous. No, it's not strenuous. It hurts. Something can be, you can be lazy and it still hurts. <laughs> That's my point. Uh... So I don't know. I, I look. And what was he protesting? Climate change. I don't think that's moving the needle. I think you should have maybe just burned your arm, and then you're the guy. Then you can talk about burning your. Like, think of it this way: Matt Lauer. Well, he's gone, but uh, <laughs> Katie Couric. Mm. Is she around? I think so. Meredith yeah. Vieira. Yeah. On the Today Show. And you. Kelly Ripa. Kelly Ripper. I thought she was out, too. Oh, maybe. Who knows? Michael Strahan. <laughs> Someone is in Ryan Seacrest interviewing in the top of the morning, top of the 8 o'clock block, has on the Buddhist monk, which I assume he was. I'm not sure. I don't remember. Again, it wasn't on the news. So I heard I, someone said something about Buddhism. But it was like a Buddhist monk who set his arm on fire, and now he's here to talk about it. <laughs> now he's here to tell his tale and talk about climate change. Mm. Oh, yeah, then the guy comes on and his arm is all gnarled. Ow! Ow! Oh, my arm 
stuff. It hurts so bad. Now, why did you set yourself on fire? The climate is destroying. We're destroying it. It's just, it's, it's gushing blood, metaphorically. But another metaphor is that I set my arm on fire. <laughs> and it's burning. And emissions. Get did, it? Did you ever get treatment for your arm? Because it does seem very pussy. I put some aloe on it. It doesn't seem to be helping. Yeah, you know, I don't think for a, a more than third degree b- burn, aloe is going to do the trick. It's, but. It's, it's, it's very wet. Is this a statement, too, that you're just leaving the arm I don't have insurance. and mangled? No, I don't have insurance. <laughs> um, can, I, can I work? Can, can you give me insurance since, I, since I'm on the show? We really only give insurance to full-time staff. Uh, am I staff? Because I'm, I'm, being, I'm being part of the show right now. No, no. You're, this really hurts. <laughs> you're more like a, a, a non-employee entity, you know. Uh, I wish that wasn't the case because <laughs> my arm hurts like shit. It hurts like shit. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, please stop. You know, I don't. What, what are we supposed to do? Not use engines? I mean, I'm not trying to trivialize it. I just don't. I don't know what the like. There's people saying a lot. Apparently, the climate's in like dire straits. They're saying if we don't stop in the next nine months, which again, I, I've said before, re, you know, relatively recently on the show, I'd like that to happen. But we know that's like it doesn't seem like we're going to do anything about it. Yeah. <laughs> um, but Wait, that so being if said, we don't stop. Using everything in the next nine months. Well, I don't think... Look, that's you're trivializing it. You're trivializing the burned man. <laughs> uh, there are steps we can take. I just don't know what they are, which probably makes me dumb because I'm sure there's a lot of scientists saying the steps. And I, mean, I just don't remember. Haven't most of the scientists started saying, like, even, like, years ago that, like, there's nothing we can do at this point? Well, like, as the children would say. Yeah. The older children. Maybe not the Zoomers. Yeah. <clears throat> there's levels to this. <laughs> Uh, I assume. <laughs> Maybe not. Maybe there's not levels to it. Maybe we're just done. But uh, so I'm sure there's stuff we could do, uh, moves we can make, uh, grooves we could shuffle. Uh, that being said, uh, I don't know who they are because I'm an ignorant man <laughs> who lives a selfish life. But I would love to, you know, not be able to look Greta Thunberg in the eyes and not feel shame. <laughs> so I don't know. I mean. It is what? true that it's like the most, inv- literally, literally the most environmentally friendly thing we've done yeah. in the past years is get a Keurig, <laughs> which is which is counterintuitive because they're very bad for the no- environment. Notoriously bad for the environment. But, but we were being even worse. Yes. Uh, yeah, somehow. We were like, we were wasting the gas on the scooters, bringing us the coffee. Yeah. <laughs> we were, uh, the guy was probably farting the whole time. That's bad. Yeah. So, you know. I mean, it's not like we—it's not like he's dead now. He's still around, farting somewhere. <laughs> but uh, I don't know how to solve it. Use more toothpaste or use less toothpaste. Uh, have less abortions. <laughs> do abortions cause? Do abortions cause climate change? That's a great question. That can be the clip. This will—I'm referring to the clip as it goes. Do abortions cause climate change? I mean. You got to imagine that machine that they use for abortions is uh, (laughs) not the most climate friendly. That machine? That machine. I I think they use multiple machines. I mean. Well, look, if there's three machines, then it's a problem times three, I imagine. Does the bed count as a machine? Uh, It's a contraption. Oh, yeah, that's true. But, you know, I mean, like. Maybe they only use one machine. What do they do with the the fetus? Is, Is that just going in the trash? Um, I think at this point in time, they are, well. 
You don't know, do you? And you're claiming it's not bad for the environment. Project Veritas claims they're recycled. Really? But Into what, like dog food? Uh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here first. Climate change is caused by abortion and, and baby dog food. I guess they're not babies, though. The, 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 right? That sounds, it's not politically correct to call them the, 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 fe- the fetus matter. The fetus matter is, is dog food, but not they're not babies because that'd be a person, right? I mean, maybe at a cer- maybe at a certain point they're babies or could have been babies. I don't know. I don't know how life works. I don't know how yeah. you know a life is brought into the world. All I know is come and then something it forms into something. It might as well be play doh and, and saline. Look, if it comes out and it looks like a baby, I'm not necessarily against people saying that's a baby. Right. It's like, but you know, it's just like, what are you gonna do? Comes out of what? What, it comes out of the abortion. Okay. Just, okay, so if you, if, you, if you see something that looks like a dead baby, you'll call us. Yeah, I'm call not, look, it. I'm not against people viscerally just being like, that's a baby. It's just like, it, you know, but this shit has been going on since ancient Mesopotamia. So what are you going to do? Abortions? Yeah. People no. used to, be, women used to stuff like clay matter up their pussies and it would like uh, terminate the pregnancy. You think at first it was just sexual and then they realized the baby died? Oh, maybe. And it was like, oh, no. But then someone else was like, <laughs> well, I got an idea. Yeah. <laughs> I'm onto something. They were having one of those mood swings where pregnant women get really horny. Yeah. And then Maybe just... his clay will be like a dick. Yeah. She, she, she made a big clay dick and tried to fuck herself with it because her, <laughs> husband, her husband was bowling. You heard it here first. Uh, the first ever abortion was a byproduct of uh, hardcore masturbation. Yeah. Big clay dildo. With a big clay dildo. Yeah. But uh, from that, from, from uh, strenuation comes innovation. Right? Perspiration. Invention is 99% luck and 2% dildos. Something like that. Thomas Edison said that, right? This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Uh, anyway, it's enough of Twitter, I guess. Um, <laughs> you were mentioning basketball, and this, uh, you're not, you weren't really, you're getting into it. You, you know, you, you started to root for the uh, Celtics. You like Jalen Brown. I, I love Jalen Brown. And then the next game, you were rooting for the Nets, mm-hmm. and I, I, I brought this up. And your response was that, I mean, well, now the Nets are down. So I'm gonna root for them. You don't. You're not even like a. You, it's not even a game to game thing with you. Is my point. You seem to like root for underdogs based on the score of the game <laughs> at any given moment from play to play. Yeah. Which at one point we were watching and like I think that Brooklyn. I, oh, I think the Celtics were down by like two points, and you were trying to convince me to root for the Celtics, and I was like, oh, okay, I'll root for the Celtics. Well, I'm in not this a game. fan of Kevin Durant. All right. I mean, the guy argues with twelve year olds on Twitter. 
on, on using burner accounts. And um, yeah, yeah, he went to Golden State. I wasn't a fan of that move. And then, you know, whatever. I'm, like, there's reasons I have. I know we live in Brooklyn and they're a Brooklyn team. But also, I'm a Knicks fan, so you know, it's like you, you think you can be a, a Yankees fan and a Mets fan at the same time, and you can't. I mean, I, I gotta say, the fact that he makes burner accounts and shit talks kids who are shit talking him, right, um, actually makes him more human to me. It makes me want to root for him more. It just makes him like a but, petty guy. I mean, like he's not more human. He's he's supernaturally talented, and and, and a physical, you know, fr- you know, gifted freak of nature, but in a good way. Yeah, but somehow he's mysteriously like lacking confidence, and I feel like if he won another championship, but that's not how, that's not how heroes work. Heroes yeah. aren't like <laughs> the hero cycle doesn't work where it's like a man is you know is, is given the, the the test of the of the you know the, what, what is it like you know is, is the challenge what, 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 how does it go the hero cycle oh the call to the adventure. call to action and he just kind of pouts and like weasels his way around <laughs> and go well that's something to look up to. No, I mean, like, and look, if, if we were a bigger show, he'd come at me and go, well, you don't know, you don't know how to play basketball. Well, that's not the point. <laughs> Charles Barkley last night was, like, just critiquing. I mean, the guy got swept. He's one of the best players in the world. He got swept and uh, in the first round of the playoffs, and Charles Barkley's, you know, talking about it. And it wasn't probably pretty kind, but I don't think he went, was out of line. And today he's just, like, on Instagram posting an p- old picture of Charles Barkley on the Rockets with like Akeem Olajuwon and like I forget who else, and it's going like, oh, where were you without your boys? And it's like, what? <laughs> we didn't win. We didn't win two titles with Steph Curry's. What's your point? He's got no titles. <laughs> he went, you know. I mean, I, I, just, but what are you doing? You just got swept, and you're still clapping back. <laughs> this is not a hero move. Doesn't make you evil, but I don't want to root for him. Anyway, yeah. but you, but you decide. That, oh, yeah, you know, but, but based you're, trying, on the- you're trying to convince me to root for the Celtics or whatever. And I'm kind of like, I feel a little bit guilty rooting for the Celtics when the Nets are in it, even though I don't watch basketball because I'm like, they're Brooklyn. Not like, a lick of basketball for- do you watch. What? Not a lick. Not a lick. And like, but I'm like, well, it's, you know, they're playing a mile away from us. I should root for it. Doesn't them. matter. But, uh, but you convince me and I go, I comfort myself by going like, well, I guess they're the underdogs now anyway. And uh, the, they- the Knicks? Uh, the I mean, Celtics. So, how did the Celtics the underdogs? Uh, because they were down by two points. Right, at some point in the game, and I, which is ba- baffling <laughs> me. Your sense of like propriety and fairness <laughs> and like equity, it's just like it's like, like America was the underdog in Iraq because like you know an IED went off one time. Oh, we're the underdogs now. Oh, we're the underdogs now. So, I just like I just like the idea of an underdog in sports. Not everything's underdog. I mean, a lot of it's about, like, I mean, a big thing in sports is not flipping back and forth all the time. <laughs> I mean, if you really want to get down to, like, this idea of underdog, it's like, it's, it's something you latch on to at first. But I've tried to tell you, if you, because I've gone many years of my life not really being into sports. So I got into basketball and stuff. It's important that you pick a team. You can't just go for the underdog. It, it, it's not exciting. <laughs> can I, can I say, say something, though? You should really try it my way sometime. I have. It was unfruitful. Because it's incredibly manic, and I think more more exciting. doesn't lead to... But <laughs> if it wasn't for me, you wouldn't watch basketball. Because you don't. You haven't built any kind of excitement. Because you're not happy when anything happens. <laughs> you're just like, yes, like, so you're ahead. Now I want you to lose. <laughs> you know, when, when someone makes a great play, I didn't want them to lose. It's, 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 a, it's a schizophrenic way to live. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Okay. Um, 
Speaking of Twitter, by the way, and we're back. We're going to hop back. I forgot to mention this. Their stock price dropped like 12% today. Twitter did? No, Tesla. Oh. Tesla. Because the people, I think, I think he kind of used some of his Tesla stock or there's some kind of thing where it's like, if he if the, if if the Tesla stock drops forty percent, uh, then he has to repay the loan or something for for that he's financing the Twitter with, mm. and so people are freaking out. I think over that, and so I mean, what happens if he, he, it, we, both things collapse? What happens if he loses if Tesla goes down to like you know? Honestly, kind of- it would be so fun to watch Elon Musk <laughs> go broke. It would I, be really fun. I don't think he'll go broke, but what? How much? What? How low do you think he could? Like right now, his value is what three hundred billion? Yeah, something like that. If he goes down to ten billion, that's still a pretty, that's pretty steep. Which I don't think he would, right? Because Tesla people do buy Teslas, right? Yeah. Unless, look, here's the X factor. Who knows what's going to happen when they start? I mean, I don't know, are they using the self driving cars yet? Um, I think that they've murdered a bunch of people with self-driving Well, we cars. don't know that. Let, you can you allege that. People have accused them of that, but we don't <laughs> yeah. know that. Look, we don't know it, but it is. And been... murder seems, you know, <laughs> strenuous. I okay. mean, we're just, we're have... try, we're, look, no one really, I mean, this show is not well watched, but we're trying to make that. I don't want this to, you know, once this show pops up, we start getting litigation because you're accusing <laughs> the richest man in the world of murder. I didn't mean I didn't mean to say that. It's no, just, it's fine. But, but a bunch of people have died driving the self-driving cars in the way they have been advertised to work. Right. Uh, well, so <laughs> so I'm saying, look, that, that there's an X factor there, where like that's one way, perhaps, um, it could shift the market. So I don't know. My point is, it doesn't seem. It seems like a solid buy. I was thinking about buying some Tesla stock because it was like it's down. Yeah. I'm like maybe I should buy some. Yeah. And uh, I'm a coward. <laughs> but uh, so who knows? It'd be interesting if buying Tesla somehow, you know, brings down Tesla. I don't think it will, but it might. That's what's fun about it. These are the things you have fun with. The yeah. kind of, you know, the, why don't you, I mean, would you like to see Elon Musk become the underdog? Well... If he did become the underdog, I would definitely root for him. Right. But <laughs> but what if as the underdog, he wanted to, like, you know, his underdog plan was to leak chemicals into the water <laughs> to get revenge for losing his all, all his money. <laughs> Elon Musk becomes the Mad Hatter. <laughs> the Mad Hatter? Is that, what his, that from Alice in Wonderland? Yeah, I'm trying. No, no, from the Batman. Oh, oh Batman. Was he a big water guy? You're thinking of Scarecrow. Oh, right. He puts the fear toxin. In the movie, yeah. Yeah. Famously. Yeah, but I feel like it's something the Mad Hatter could do too. Not that from I mean, I've seen some stuff with the Mad Hatter. He that doesn't seem to. I be was just, I was just trying to do a more obscure reach. I didn't want to say Elon Musk becomes a Joker because well, you know, you know it's sometimes sometimes meat and potatoes is the right way to go. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, these are some stories that Lucy has searched through the uh, the newsverse, right? Not the mm-hmm. Twitterverse, but some kind of other news venues. And you brought to to us, and so I'm, I'm gonna rely on you to fill in some of the narrative gaps. Uh oh, a California no, yeah California man arrested <laughs> for threatening Miriam Webster. Tell us about this. Yeah, so Miriam Webster. Miriam Webster. Miriam. Yeah, Miriam. Well, you, you, just, you think it's Miriam? Miriam Webster. It's Miriam Webster. I thought when it was a double R, it was pronounced like Miriam. But it's M I R. Oh, yeah, you're right. 
Merriman. Uh, Merriman Webster. <laughs> what is this? We're, we're off the rails already. <laughs> Merry women of Windsor Webster. Uh, John Luke Basson Webster. Uh, what, what, go on. Uh, so, uh, they, yeah, this guy was uh, threatening. Well, you know, it's like I never understand the exact lines of a threat, but like, you know, what counts as a threat, what doesn't count as a threat. I'm going to kill you, bitch. <laughs> yeah. That seems like a threat. Yeah. But it was like, it was one of those things where it's like, I hope this happens. Right. Not like I'm going to do it on this date and time. But he was like, you know, because, okay, so Merriam-Webster included all this, like, gender-inclusive language in the dictionary, basically. Like what? Like, like them? Yeah. And like, they? Yeah, Were they already so. words? Um, well, yeah, but I guess they gave them maybe different definitions or the, something. Or they include all the Zer stuff. Maybe. I don't know. I'm not sure exactly what gender-inclusive language they included. As, do, do, but, does anyone use the Zer and, and the Zay? I, mean, I know it's a thing. <laughs> But, like, I, I really never encountered the Zers and the Zays. In real life, I've never encountered the Zers. Yeah. I think the Zers might be a myth, like the Grays or the Whites. I think they were floating it, honestly, <laughs> and they realized the pushback, and they're like, they pretended like you're, you're a bigot, but, like, people don't like the Zer shit. Yeah. Cut it out. It's easier to sell a word that's already in there. And just say they or that, and then I saw some people complaining recently, like, well, don't just assume they say, some people just say they, them. And like, I, I, but I, I don't want them to use they them, but they assume that I'm non-binary, and it's like, take the time to learn the right pronoun. And it's like, look, I mean, I, if, if they know you, they should, I guess. If it's your, yeah. if, it's your if it's your friend, but yeah, like, it's your grandma. But if it's someone who's just trying to get by and like, yeah. just make it to retirement, just why don't you relax? Yeah, someone who's like serving up your burger at McDonald's yeah. or whatever, like. Uh, they, they asked for this. <laughs> man, yeah. why'd you give? Why'd you give them this? Well. They uh, asked for extra ketchup. I go, don't just assume I'm a they, you fucking you bigot. You piece of shit. I'm a her. <laughs> yeah. I'm a, even though I'm, yeah. even though I'm non-binary, I'm still a her. Right. So can you fire this man? <laughs> Look at this man. What do you make an hour? $8? Can you stop paying that $8 an hour? <laughs> Get him out of here. <laughs> anyway. But yeah, uh, but yeah, this person, if they do exist, they never leave their house. Like right. it's like the Zers. Yeah, the yeah. Zers. It's a, it, maybe you play the Sims. When I imagine a Zer, I imagine a person very similar to an incel. Mm. Like it's like interesting. It, you know, it's like you think they're gonna you know launch this revolution that's gonna affect your life in some horrible way. And George Pearson's gonna be a uh, you know down to the cross. <laughs> yeah, but, but like, you know, it's a they just end up not existing. Not existing. <laughs> but anyway, so a man, but the man was so enraged by Miriam, Miriam Webster, Miriam Webster, say it with me, Miriam Webster, that he, uh, what did he do? That he wrote this letter basically saying like, uh, you know, uh, I hope it was that kind of language, right? Yeah. Like, like if somebody came into your offices and shot, shot everybody in your office, that would be great. That would be, that would be justice, in my view. Okay, um, so it's a, just coward. So yeah, so like, yeah. It was like it was like a threat, but yeah. Hope nothing. I hope no. You know, if someone was to actually do something and have a spot, wait, did he actually <laughs> shoot people? Have a spot. <laughs> did, he, wait, did he? Did he just threaten people? He didn't shoot them. Yeah, no, I don't think he ended up shooting. It'd anybody. be a really terrible thing if someone actually stood up for themselves. <laughs> but I won't. But I hope. Imagine if someone did though. That. Would, Imagine that. Imagine that. 
Yeah. Uh, so he, this is a news story. So some guy writes this like cowardly letter. Yeah. Like trying to inspire a shooter. Right. And like the news is running with it. You know what? That's a good point because it's like, this guy is clearly a coward who would never do anything. Well, let's not like, you know. I mean, not that it's like brave. Lucy, Lucy's trying to get him to do something. (laughs) Not that that it's brave (laughs) to shoot up a dictionary office. It's not brave. I mean, you know. know, (laughs) It's not like you're attacking a bunch of soldiers, which is also not brave. I mean, uh, I'm not trying to encourage that either. Yeah. What can we say (laughs) that isn't wrong? (laughs) But it's like, it is kind of like the news is trying to be like, look at this guy, huh? He wants someone to do something. Imagine if he did that. (laughs) Imagine. Imagine (laughs) that. I mean, there was, wasn't there a guy who flew his plane into the IRS building? Or one of the IRS buildings? There was? Yeah, like year, years back. I don't know. What, like his personal plane? Like- yeah, like a, yeah, like a small plane, yeah. <laughs> it was on 9-11. Are we sure that wasn't an accident? I hear those things crash a lot. They crash, but not usually into the IRS building. Yeah. After the guy said how much he hates the IRS. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Imagine if the guy was just tweeting, I fucking hate the IRS, and he just lost control of his plane, <laughs> and it just randomly flew into the IRS. This building. is fate! <laughs> <laughs> right, so uh, so Merriam-Webster, they're, they're not dead, apparently. They're alive, is what you're saying. No, no, yeah, I think the people are alive. Interesting. Okay, well, okay. good look. It's just a pulse check on how, you know... Uh, Is it, though? You know, on on how uh, certain people are going a little crazy over the stuff. Sure. I mean, I don't think it helps that, like... But some, then again, John Hinckley shot Reagan, like, 40 years ago. People, people be crazy. People be crazy. Yeah. Yes. Though I don't think it necessarily helps that, like, a bunch of people are, like... Very uh, uh, spuriously conflating child molesters with like people who talk about being gay. Look, it doesn't like, help. Look, yeah. here's here's <laughs> like where, look, it's an interesting question. Where like, look, there's crazy out there. Now, again, from a purely tribal point of view, another culture, I mean, whatever. Like, if you're gay and you, you know, it's bad either way. Because like you know, but cause my point is this: is it creating violent uh, whatever threats? Or is it just redirecting them? You understand what I'm saying? Like, if you if if you really pumped up how crazy uh, postal workers were, or how how much of a threat postal workers were, yeah, would this guy also threaten them? Or you like which like again, if you're gay, uh, and you're part of that group of people who you know, and you, now you're getting the threats from the crazy people. Still, either way, it's not good because you know you'd rather the, the postal guys get it. That being said. It, like, are, are we creating more net crazy, or is it just a matter of like distributing the crazy? Oh, I think it's definitely what it's being aimed at. Right. I think there's a lot of fucking like. I think there's probably more crazy people than average right now, because isolation tends to do that. To at least have pet rocks, so I don't know. <laughs> but maybe you're right. You know, I think people are a little on edge. Yeah. You know, and and you're d- redirecting that at like. You know, uh, a fake cabal of pedophiles. Sure. That are really just people who, at most, are a little like overeducated in the contemporary colleges and just talk about gender identity a little bit, a little bit too much. You know, I mean, look, more, I've more, seen, more look, the kids need them too. I've seen some of these videos, and like, there's definitely outliers who are like, or I assume they're outliers who like are a problem. I don't mean in the sense that we should have like crazy people go after them, but like, I mean, I, I said, well, uh, I don't support the don't take a bill, but there are, I've seen some of these videos, like, you know, 
I guess they're, I don't, I don't follow a little bit of TikTok, but maybe it was on these guys. But some of these people, you really can't spin it where you're not like, some of these teachers are like, yeah, you kind of, you shouldn't be doing this. I feel like most of but them. But most of them are just like, you know, I want to be able to tell my, you know, students I paddleboard with my husband and <laughs> I'm gay. And it's like, that seems like fine. Like, you know, it seems like a boring story, but whatever. Yeah, I mean, yeah, literally, it's like I was on paddleboarding. I feel like most. I, I gotta tell these kids I paddleboarded. Most of the outliers are people who it's like I'm not concerned about this person, and I don't think anyone is sincerely concerned about this person molesting a child. No, it's well, more, that, it's more yeah. like it's more like it's a little much. Yeah, exactly. I, no, like, I definitely don't subscribe to the they're grooming anyone. Yeah. I mean, look, that's the thing. I mean, this, I there, the, the, rhetoric, can, the grooming can, rhetoric being applied to this is great for pedophiles. Oh, for sure. Be, being able to be having that term dulled. Right. Amazing. Amazing. It's amazing. Pe- pedophiles. And here's the thing. Even if you want to show it in the worst light possible, like it's still not. Gro- you could argue it's like at, at worst, it's brainwashing or like indoctrinating yeah. into this like progressive woke whatever, you know, ideology you want to say. But, like, the idea of grooming them to fuck them, it's like, that's just, that's just it ruins your, any validity you had in your point. Yeah. And, like, you know, that if, you, if you did have, I'm not, I'm not really getting into the hot potato of this. I'm just saying. Yeah. Uh, what was I saying? I, I had a good point. Something about uh, paddleboarding. How, look, tell the kids you paddleboarded with your husband and that you're gay. It's fine. I'm fine <laughs> with that. <laughs> but kidding. don't you know? But don't don't show them how to like you know do a how, how you know remove warts from your dick. <laughs> That's it. and again, I'm not saying someone did that, but like, <laughs> but that would be a clear boundary yeah. not to do, right? Like, don't put prosthetic warts on a kid's dick, right? And then be like, you know, we're gonna yeah, and then have them pick them pick them off. Seems like a reasonable line, yeah. and, that, and that is exactly where I draw the line. <laughs> if, if you're curious. <laughs> Um. So the Webster's, you know, is, is Webster going on that business? Are they are they, are they calling it quits? Because yeah, of this they, attack? they, they, they folded. Imaginary attack. Yeah. This is weird. <laughs> this is. I'm. Gonna, I have to look this up. I, I I didn't put the details, but there was some Air Force general, and I believe he was uh he was conv- the first general convicted uh, for sexual something because he gave his uh he forced a kiss. On his sister-in-law, I think it was, which just seems like a very strange. It's got to be em- like embarrassing. Forced a kiss. I mean, imagine forcing a kiss on someone so bad that, that you're the first general convicted. <laughs> I mean, they must, they must have really not liked this kiss. I'm gonna see if I can find this story real quick. It's my history. Mother stabs to death pit bull. We can talk about that later. <laughs> it's time to have a conversation about James Harden. I fully agree. <laughs> the cast of uh, Who's the Boss? Where are they now? Afghanistan. <laughs> uh, let's see. William Michelle, Michael Cohen. Where is this general? Musk is Twitter. That's what, I guess I'm clicking on every link. No father wants to sell his son's kidney. Uh, I don't want to co-sign that statement. By the way. No father wants to sell his son's kidney. Afghans push the desperate measures to, to survive. I don't, I mean, I mean, how much are you offering? Yeah. Because I, I give that kid a better life. Well, you, look, how much are you going to offer me for this kidney? Give me an extravagant um, number. A billion dollars. I'm sure I could buy him another kidney if need be for like $10 million. Yeah. 
So yeah, give me the kid. Take it. Yeah. And even worst case scenario, you can't find another kidney. He does. He does. Well, I guess he has a dialysis permanently or something. Oh yeah, that's no good. But yeah, you, billion, buy, you buy him another kidney. Not for a, yeah, for a billion, you build him a robot dialysis thing. Like you know, like he's crying from from Ninja Turtles. <laughs> Historic court martial. Okay, here we go. Uh, ends with the first conviction of an Air Force general. An historic trial within the, uh, the ranks of the U.S. military has ended with the first ever conviction of an Air Force general in a court-martial. Major General William T. Cooley was found guilty on Saturday of abusive sexual contact for forcibly kissing his sister-in-law after a barbecue in 2018. I'm not, look, I'm not trying to minimize it. But imagine that's what you did. You, you not only is your career ruined as a, as an as an Air Force man. Yeah. But you're in the historic case of a general being convicted because you planted one on your on your sister in law after a fucking barbecue. Yeah. Where you had one too many margaritas. <laughs> I'm assuming. Wait, uh, like, what do you think this kiss was? Um, uh, let's see. She testified that in the car, Cooley said he fantasized about having sex with her. All right, well, that's already a, a lot. I mean, look, you just plan to kiss on her if you're going to do it. Look, don't okay, do it at so all. Probably, don't do it at all. But, like. This is probably kind of a sloppy kiss. Well, you know, after fantasizing about having sex with her and pinned her against the driver's side door, kissing her and touching her breast and groin. Well, look, that's the, not yeah, a kiss. That's not a forcible kiss. These headlines are all <laughs> terrible. You're grabbing a pussy. That's not a kiss anymore. Now you're yeah. grabbing a pussy. Yeah, we're we're now referring to attempted rape yeah. as as no no kisses. Right. Yeah, uh, uh, this man just uh, got a little loose, a little loopy, and uh, went in for a sloppy wet one. Uh, and by wet one, I mean uh, forcible penetration, <laughs> digital penetration of the pussy. Uh, you get a kiss. These are these journalists complain about like whatever the Trump era, this that. <laughs> Uh, fake news, bot, Russian bots. They can't help themselves from these salacious leads. Yeah. He kissed her. He grabbed her cunt. Yeah. That's a, I mean, the kiss is like, you know, third, third degree. He grabbed her cunt, touched her tit. Yeah. Yeah. He uh, gave her a yucky kiss that resulted in uh, her bleeding from several orifices. <laughs> <laughs> After the kiss, uh, she had a severe scarring of the uh, labia. <laughs> Her cervix was uh, bifurcated, uh, bleeding from the ass. Uh, after you know, after an unwanted kiss after a barbecue. <laughs> Jesus, I mean, I look. Do I respect journalists? In theory, only <laughs> they're really bad. I don't know what happened. Yeah. Would Dexter Filkins ever say stuff like this? Remember Dexter Filkins? New York Times mm-hmm. back in the Iraq war days. I'm not saying he wasn't like a pro-war. I don't know if he's a pro-war. He always came. I used to watch him on Charlie Rose, Dexter Filkins. And uh, he always came off to me like a measured, measured, old school kind of war journalist. I can't imagine him burying the, the, the notion of, of digital grabbing. Or not digital <laughs> grabbing. Because the finger, uh, pussy grabbing, <laughs> and, and with a, with, a, with a lead like he gave her a kiss. I, that's, <laughs> that, that's not the Dexter Filkins I know. I don't. I believe he would write that story better. I think the journalists just suck now. Yeah. For the most part, they're crazy people. Who else would get into this field nowadays? Yes, the world, <laughs> the world let journalists down. 
but then, so therefore, the only people who become journalists are the worst people, maybe. <laughs> it's kind of a weird cycle. Uh, who is, like, the psycho editor who was reading this story and was, like, literally reading, like, the details of a, of a, of a rape and, be, and, and went, like, wait a minute. He did, he did kisses on her? What's the movie where, like, those guys <laughs> are in a bar and, like, they, they put that woman on top of a pinball, uh, pinball uh, table and they, and they kiss her? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, the accused? <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember that scene, Deliverance, where that guy kisses that baby? <laughs> oh. Is there another famous one? Remember that scene where John Travolta kisses that girl and says, now you're a whore? <laughs> are some other are there other famous ones? Um, Remember when Marlon Brando shoves that butter in that woman's ass and then kisses her? <laughs> Wait, does uh, that work? Does that work? Yeah. <laughs> uh, but once about a time in America where Robert De Niro raped... <laughs> <laughs> De Niro still raped I, I, I lost... <laughs> I De Niro story. Look, that, I, you, did you like that movie? <laughs> De Niro kisses that girl in the limo. He, ra- he rapes a girl in the limo? Yeah. I kind of forget that. Yeah. yeah. I didn't like that movie. Is it good? I saw it a long time ago. Should I rewatch it? Once Upon a Time in America. I like Sergio Leone. Sergio Leone. You know, he did the the Once Upon a Time in, oh, he did Once Upon a Time in the West. He did the Fistful of Dollars, Good, Bad, and the Ugly. Mm. Did you know the same director? As Once Upon a Time in America? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. It's a spaghetti western turned, uh, were they, are they supposed to be Jewish gangsters? Oh, maybe. I think they are in that movie. James Woods is in that. Mm. It might be. I should rewatch it, but I remember it being very bad. You're done, tell yeah, me, tell uh, me what you think. I've only seen the limo rape scene. Oh, why did you say so? <laughs> You're sitting here blanking and I'm like. Somebody was like, this is like, you know, it was like one of those things where I was like. Somebody was telling me about the movie, and they were like, yeah, like, I'm not sure how I feel about it. I don't know if it was that great. Like, but they were telling me, like, there was this brutal rape scene in it. And so I was like, I was like, weirdly, I was like, I'll check out this brutal rape scene and see if I want to see the rest of the movie. Was it, like, was it a brutal rape? Was it that brutal? Um, It wasn't, you know, it definitely didn't seem pleasant. Okay. Yeah. Well, can you name a rape scene that seems pleasant? I mean, that, I don't I didn't think that was the bar. I'm saying as far as rape scenes go, was it particularly brutal? No, and as far as rape, I mean, I've seen more brutal. She said the rape was fine. <laughs> <laughs> but no, okay. But yeah, so uh, <laughs> kind of a mediocre rape scene. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. Right. Maybe we'll watch it sometime. It's a long movie. Yeah. Once Upon a Time and, uh, and a Kiss. <laughs> Is that what Kiss Kiss Bang Bang's about? <laughs> First you get the Kiss Kiss and then you get the Bang Bang. <laughs> I never saw that movie either. That was with uh, Gina Davis, I think. I saw Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. Is it good? Yeah. Okay. We should watch it. I, yeah. I remember it being good. That's Shane Black. I think it's a Shane Black movie. I could be wrong about that. W- whatever. Doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know. Uh, so that's cool. I, I don't know what we've been talking about, but it seemed fun, right? Yeah. I think we had a great, everyone had a great time, and we enjoyed ourselves. We learned something new. Um, yeah. We, you want you want to say before we, we head out? Um, anything to promote? Anything to talk about? Uh, I don't, I don't think so. Make sure you like and subscribe. And more subscribe impor- to the Patreon. And more, yeah, more importantly, uh, or, or as importantly, whatever. If you like this show, which I know a lot of you do, we have a Patreon, and what you get with the Patreon, you get an extra episode every week. 
for only five bucks a month. I think it's a pretty good deal if you like the show. If you hate the show, it wouldn't be a great deal. And I'm not telling you to, you know, but if you like the show, it's a pretty good deal. So the link's in the uh, description. You can check that out if you like. Otherwise, uh, thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you next week. Have a great week.